0: Thank you for tuning in to the Victory is Greater Than the Struggle and Ex Lesbian podcast with myself, your host, Jessica Newsom. So today I wanted to talk to you guys about something that I am able to be on the other side of and I'm super excited about it. For, for many people, uh who are coming out of the homosexual lifestyle not everybody but i see this often and totally in my life god will uproot you or or or, or tell you to step away from a certain atmosphere maybe it's a group of people um maybe it's you know exes and 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 God's like, okay, I need for you not to be friends with your exes right now. I need for you to not uh, hang around Um, the friends that you had. Maybe it's the gay community, I hate to say it, but God oftentimes needs to remove you in order to restore you. He needs to take you out of a situation so that he can renew your mind and just shape you and mold you into the woman that you're supposed to be. We talk about the potter's rule, right? Then in in the Bible it says that God is the potter and we're the clay. And so when you take um, clay that's already molded to a certain uh, shape, okay? This is who we used to be. God's like, okay, I'm gonna remake you. I'm gonna reshape you into who you were created to be. And so he has to first take that clay and burn it down, right? He needs to bring it back to its original state and usually it's, it's through fire, right? It's, it's through pressing. It's through really just uncomfortable situations. God's like, I just need to break you down. And for a lot of us, that is the hard part, that breaking, that separation, that, that breaking down of, of how you used to think, who you used to hang out with, how you used to talk the places you used to go and just putting you to a place to where it's you and him and he's molding you into who you have always meant to be in his life, who who he has always created you to be. And so uh, something that God did in my life was he basically took me out of my entire life, atmosphere, right? Um, he moved me from one state to another, and then he began to just really just work on me. It was in this, in this place of moving where, where, where God delivered me from homosexuality and he just began to really just shape me. So something that I always thought was, that, okay, black women were my kryptonite, okay? Lust was so big in my life when it came down to uh, living my life as a woman who was homosexual. Lust was so big, it was so great, and uh, I always used to say that black women were my kryptonite. I can't say no. And God moved me to an area where there was hardly any black woman. I'm talking, if you see one or two you know, in a day, then you were lucky, you know. Um, And so I remember just kind of telling God, oh, you're smart you knew you know that that taking me out of that environment it would be easier for you to do what you need to do in me so that i'm not really struggling with my flesh as much because let me tell you something the enemy will find another way to try to pull you in via your flesh even though maybe you weren't attracted to a certain group of people whatever the case is The enemy will try his best to kind of just shift you in that direction because he wants to bring you down and he wants to bring you back into the fold. And so, anyway, I was always worried about moving. I was always worried about, um, I was always worried about, okay, well, if I move from this place, what's going to happen? Yeah, God's done this amazing thing in my life and it's been eight years and I seem to be doing okay. I seem to be doing better, you know, when it comes down to just allowing him to transform me into the woman he's called me to be. And it's a heart change. It's not just trying to suppress thoughts. It's not just trying to have an outward change, uh, but inward, uh, you're, you're still jacked up and messed up. No, like God has really been just, moving in my life to where, and this is so amazing, to where I have moved. I moved about a week ago, okay? I'm near Charlotte, North Carolina, and it's absolutely amazing. And the very thing that I was afraid of is not an issue. Now, I'm not saying that the enemy won't try to come and still kill and destroy, that the enemy won't try to come and tempt, not at all, But the thing that I thought was so aggressive, so strong in my life is non-existent. And one of the major things that God did before I moved was really, he really, really, really got deeper into dealing with the lust aspect. You know, I've said before that getting over sin, walking away from sin, oftentimes, or even just character development, it's an onion. There are layers to that thing. It's not an overnight process. Yes, God God may have worked on this one area in our life. That's cool. But it doesn't mean that down the road, he's not going to hit it again on a deeper level. And so this thing is an onion, you know? It's it's layer after layer, deep work after deep work, and we're always growing in the things of God if we allow him to do those deep works and so he really hit the area of lust on such a deep level, man. I felt as though he was going to break me. I did. It was so difficult dealing with, um, well, allowing him to deal with this area on the level that he began to deal with it because I really thought, and I've said this before, I really thought that the way I thought was me. So when I would have lustful thoughts or I would, yeah, have, have lustful thoughts uh, towards same-sex attraction towards another female I condemned myself because I was thinking, these are my thoughts. I'm a horrible person. Look, Jessica, you're doing again. Look, like how, how far have you really gotten because you just thought this about that person? You just thought that about the other person? I really thought that these thoughts were mine, period. God had to deal with me in a way, a phenomenal way, in which he showed me that these thoughts literally, are not my thoughts. He had to take me to a place to understand the demonic influence behind these things that we struggle with. Like, he showed me that it's the enemy who whispers in your ear these these, these negative thoughts, these things that don't line up with the word of God because the enemy knows you. And before you discount me and say, okay, you're a little excessive on the whole, you know, um, the enemy and demons and all that stuff. Let me tell you something. The enemy is so real. Satan is real. He has demons out here trying to take what is yours, trying to quench what what God wants to do in your life, trying to take... Uh, uh, your, your salvation so that you don't, uh, go to heaven in the end so that you line up more with him versus doing what God has called you to do so that you can enter the kingdom of God, uh, when you die. Right. And so when we look at these things, when we look at what the enemy is doing in the supernatural realm, he really has demons assigned to us to where they are are, are are out there doing the enemy's bidding. If there is angels who are assigned to you who who go out on your behalf to to like basically fulfill the prayers that that, that you're throwing out there right if If our prayers mean anything, if if we could pray and expect for God to move, right? Don't you think that there's going to be opposition on the other end? Satan knows that we're praying and that God is moving and that angels are being dispatched. He is dispatching his demons. He is dispatching his 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 little army to be able to try to still kill and destroy what God wants to do in your life. And so what I didn't really fully understand was that literally those thoughts were not my own. I'm not saying that you can't have thoughts that aren't your own. I'm not saying that at all. We definitely can. But there are a lot of times when the enemy is whispering in your ear, but it sounds like you, feels like you. Why? Because he knows you. He knows, he, he, he knows what you like because he's been around you for a really long time. And so I was so worried about coming to a place where there was pretty much a lot of black women, right? Um, I was worried like there was some part of me in my subconscious mind that wondered, am I going to fall? Am I going to go backwards? You know, what's going to happen? But what I've come to realize is that in the molding over the past eight years of my life, in the pressing, in the shaking, in the hard things that God was doing in my life, it may have hurt. It may be confusing and, and you not know or understand what God is doing or why he's doing it or why he's taking so long. Let me tell you something. He knows exactly what to do to get you to where you need to be. And so now coming out of this place and basically into the next season of my life, I can see the fruit of all of the pain that I've been through. I can see the fruit of all of the sowing that I have done. I can see how how God listens to every tear, how he hears every cry, how, how, how he is there in the big things and in the small things. God is so faithful. If you're out there and, and, and you struggle with same-sex attraction and you're just wondering, is God going to be faithful? Maybe you're saying, well, God did it for Jessica, but I don't know if if he'll do it for me. Let me tell you something. That is the enemy. That is the enemy. We have to hold on to the promises of God. We do. We have to hold on to the hope that is before us. Even when we feel like there is no hope at all, There is hope in Christ Jesus. The promises that he put in your heart, you got to hold on to them. And uh, I switched churches and so I'm at Elevation Church and it's absolutely phenomenal. Something that the pastor was talking about was uh, he just said this. At the worst time, God usually does some of his greatest work. When you feel like you're going to give up when you feel like all hope is lost. When you feel like tapping out. Yeah. The enemy's attacking you. Yeah. The enemy is trying to take what's yours, but why is he doing it? Why is he so dedicated right now in your life to try to mess up what's going on? It's because God is doing something. If we hold on to God's unchanging hand in the midst of the storm, we will see the work that God is doing. We may we we may not see it right now, but in the long run. When we come out of that storm, when we get out of that valley and we look back, we can see how God used everything for our good. How 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 he was there molding us and shaping us even when we didn't get it, even when we don't understand. Um God is so good. God is so good. So don't don't despise the storm. Don't despise uh uh those those small beginnings. Hold on to God's unchanging hand. Know that he cares. If he did it for me, if he did it for people that's out there that's that's like me, let me tell you something. I made some amazing friends uh, who are part of the freedom marches that are out there. Um, just a bunch of amazing men and women who used to be uh, a lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender and and now they're free from homosexuality they're they're living a life surrendered to Christ Jesus like we're out here linking arms, not just for us, but we're doing it for you guys to show you that we're out here. And that we want to be able to help you, to walk with you, to, to, to be there for you. And I've said this, uh, as often as I remind myself to, if you need someone to walk with, please hit me up. I don't mind, um, walking with you, uh, through this journey because we need fellowship it's hard doing this alone, and and God has given us. God's given me the mandate to walk with people who are, who 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 God has touched and spoken to, saying, you know what, this is not the life I have for you. This life of 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 living in sin, of living a gay lifestyle. This is sin. It's it's not what I have for you, and I have freedom on the other side of that door, and. I'm giving you these men and women to walk with, and so I want to be that person for you. So you can definitely hit me up. Um, email me at www. No, email me at love at the cross. Dot rgv at gmail.com you can hit me up on my website www.loveatthecross.com I love you guys I appreciate you please share this please subscribe please rate me I love you and I'll see you guys next time